is Ahmed Sharif and welcome to another episode of The Lead. The Lead from Deccan Herald podcast brings you voices from across the spectrum and various spheres of life. In this episode, I speak to DH's external affairs correspondent Anirban Bhaumik about the India-China boundary dispute in the backdrop of the tension in eastern Ladakh. Listen in. Welcome to DH podcast Anirban. Yes. Can you tell us what is currently happening in Ladakh along the line of control now? Yeah, Ahmed, uh, well, uh, as we all know that India and China have a dispute over boundary. India claims that China is illegally occupying approximately 38,000 square kilometers of its territory in Akshay Chin. Besides, about 5,180 square kilometers of Indian territory was under illegal occupation of Pakistan and Pakistan ceded it to China in 1963. China also claims approximately 90,000 square kilometers of Indian territory in Orunachal Pradesh and about 2,000 square kilometers in the middle sector. So mm-hmm. we have no subtle boundary between India and China. Mm-hmm. The line of actual control in the western sector and the McMahon line in the eastern sector, these two lines serve as the de facto border between the two nations. Okay. Now, there is another problem. And what is that? There is no common understanding about the line of actual control and the McMahon lines. Mm-hmm. India and China, they both have mutually conflicting perceptions about the alignment of the lines. Actually, they don't agree where the two lines lie. So the border guards and the personnel of the Indian Army and the Chinese People's Liberation Army, they often transfers into each other's territory due to these differing perceptions about the alignment of the lines. They mostly do it inadvertently. But sometimes they do it also intentionally to other territorial claims. Mm-hmm. Sometimes such transgressions do lead to face-offs or standoffs. But since 1993, India and China have signed as many as five bilateral agreements and protocols to put in place confidence-building measures and mechanisms to manage the face-offs and standoffs to ensure peace and tranquility in the border area. There are also other mechanisms at the level of military officials and diplomats to talk to each other and resolve the situation. Now, coming to your question, what is currently happening in Ladakh? Well, what we know so far is that Indian Chinese soldiers had a scuffle on the northern bank of the Pangangsu Lake on May 5. Some soldiers of both Indian and Chinese armies were injured. Let me also tell you here is that Chinese and Indian soldiers also had a skirmish on the disputed boundary at Nakula in northern Shikim on May 9. It was, however, resolved locally through existing mechanisms, and we haven't heard about any further escalation from there. Now, going back to the bank of the Pangangsu Lake, the mountainous parts on the northern bank of the lake actually jut towards the lake like a palm, with the proportions okay. looking like fingers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, they are in fact called uh, demarcated on the maps as finger one, finger two, and so on. Mm. So India claims the line of actual control lies somewhere near finger eight Mm. and claims areas up to that as part of its own territory. But Mm. China claims the line of actual control lies near the finger two. So after the May 5 scuffle, Chinese PLA soldiers, they built a bunker and they also built a moat-like structure. So Mm. these two structures actually, and the presence of Chinese troops, it was intended to block the access of the Indian Army patrols to Finger 8. So they actually, in fact, denying our soldiers access to the Finger 8. So okay. this mm-hmm. has created the, triggered the situation. So over the last few weeks, 
Chinese army deployed a large number of soldiers with heavy vehicles, weaponry in forward positions closer to the line of action. Hundreds of PLA soldiers transgressed the LAC in several locations in eastern Ladakh, and they entered, as we heard, several kilometers inside Indian territory. Of course, Indian army also deployed additional troops in adequate numbers to respond to the buildup by Chinese. And there have been similar standoff. Uh, I must say that there have been similar standoff in the past also. And in the same area, in Depths and Bulge, we had a similar standoff in 2013 and also in Chumar in 2014. So the, the current one is quite different as it is spread over a vast area. Mm-hmm. And the Chinese have transgressed into India in multiple locations. Both oh, okay. sides, of course, also deployed a large number of soldiers this time. What actually triggered this aggression by China? What do you think is the reason behind it, Anirban? Ahmed, what apparently rattled the Chinese was a road and a breeze. Indian army built recently, mm-hmm. linking the forward positions on the bank of the Pangangsu Lake mm-hmm. with another 255 kilometer long road, which is known as DSDBO road, mm-hmm. which basically connects Darbuk and Shayak with the military base at the, uh, with Indian army, India's military base at Doludbek Oldi. Construction of this DSDBO road was completed by the Border Road Organization last year. But mm-hmm. now, recently, uh, Indian army has built a smaller road a shorter road linking the DSDB road with the forward positions of the bank of the Pangangsu Lake. Now, the Global Times newspaper published by the Communist Party of China accused India of trespassing into its territory and illegally building defense facilities in the Galwan Valley. Now, India, of course, dismissed this allegation and rather India rather accused Chinese PLA of coming into its own territory uh, to hinder the routine patrolling by Indian Army soldiers. Actually, construction of infrastructure by India closer to the line of actual control in uh, Eastern Ladakh was perceived by the Chinese PLA as preparations by the Indian Army for a military move towards Akshay Chin. As I told you earlier, Akshay Chin is an area of approximately 35 years. It's disputed India to be its own part of its own territory, and India accuses China of illegally occupying it. So what we need to recall here is that China last year joined Pakistan to oppose India's move to strip Jammu and Kashmir of its special status and reorganize the state into two union territories. Now, China did so not only to show solidarity with its iron brother and all-weather ally Pakistan, but also because it was also concerned over the implication of the move by India on its own territorial dispute with India. What mm-hmm. actually alarmed Beijing was Home Minister Omicha's statement in the Lok Sabha on August 6, 2019. Home Minister said that just as the entire Jammu and Kashmir state was an integral part of India, the two new union territories will also include not only India's territory under illegal occupation of Pakistan, but also areas Pakistan had illegally ceded to China in 1963, as well as Akshay Chi, which is a territory east of Ladakh claimed by both India and China. Now, India repeatedly tried to convince the Chinese over the last, past few months that the decisions on Jammu and Kashmir was an internal affair of India and it has no impact on the process of India's boundary negotiation with China. Well, of course, it seems that Beijing is not convinced and it remains suspicious about India's intent and any move by Indian army in the Western sector is seen as a prelude to a military move towards Akshay Chin. Similarly, China perceived the construction of the infrastructure also as a preparation for 
Indian Army's military move towards Akshay T. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we must also take note of the fact that the LST is not the only scene where India is at the receiving end of China's new aggression. Mm-hmm. Uh, China has of late made, we have seen China making Nepal ratchet up its territorial dispute uh, with India. There is mm-hmm. another issue here. The Power Construction Corporation of China mm-hmm. recently embarked on building the controversial Diamar Varsha hydroelectric plant in okay. Gilgit, Baltistan, mm-hmm. which is part of the area India accuses Pakistan of illegally occupying. Gilgit, Baltistan is in uh, POK, and we have been stalling this project. We have been uh, stalling Pakistan's attempt to get funding for this project since long. But now mm-hmm. China has agreed to build this project. They, are, they have agreed to build the dam. Uh, this is also another irritant in India-China relations. Mm-hmm. Now, China has also stepped up its uh, bid to spread its tentacles in the maritime neighborhood of India. The mm-hmm. Chinese uh, PLA Navy recently deployed its 35th task force in the Indian Ocean on the pretext of patrolling the sea lanes to protect vessels from the pirates. The task force has altogether 690 naval personnel. The presence of PLA Navy submarines in Indian Ocean has also been a cause of concern for the Indian Navy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we see that China has also stepped up its beat to spread its geopolitical influence around India, providing COVID-19 aid to Maldives and Sri Lanka and offering these two Indian Ocean nations new loans mm-hmm. to deal with the crisis. Although these two nations are already finding it difficult to come out of the debt trap, China yeah. put them into with yeah. this Belt and Road Initiative. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there is also a big picture here. Mm-hmm. The Chinese aggression that you see on the boundary with India or in its neighborhood is also linked to the assertiveness that you see elsewhere in the COVID-19 era, be it on South China Sea or mm-hmm. East China Sea, on Taiwan or on trade issues with Australia and the US. Mm-hmm. And of course, in its uh, path with the United States, on trade or on the COVID-19 issues. What we see on our border or in our maritime neighborhood is in fact a part of the overall Chinese aggression in the post-COVID-19 era. And uh, see, Anirban, the, the thing is that in, there was a similar situation in 2017. There was a Doklam standoff. Yes. And a year later, Prime Minister yes. Modi and the Chinese president held an informal summit in Wuhan. And they had issued strategic guidelines to their militaries to maintain peace and tranquility along the borders. Now, even after these measures, why are we witnessing a standoff at the LSE in the Eastern Ladakh? And, and why is it happening now? Well, Ahmed, uh, yes, the Prime Minister and the Chinese president had the first informal summit in Wuhan on April 27 and 28 in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did brought about a thaw in the bilateral relationship, mm-hmm. which did hit uh, a new low during the Doklam crisis. Let me also tell you here that Doklam face-off was not exactly similar to the one which we are witnessing in Ladakh right now. Because mm-hmm. in Doklam, Indian Army had to intervene because Chinese People's Liberation Army, they infringed upon the territory claimed by Bhutan and they were building a road. Why Indian Army intervened? Because that road would have severely or seriously imperiled our security. That would put in jeopardy our Siliguri corridor. Mm-hmm. That's why Indian Army intervened. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, that phase of that 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 phase of went on for seventy-two days, and uh, after that, in uh, April two thousand eighteen, Prime Minister and the Chinese President 
they had an informal summit in Wuhan and they agreed to issue strategic guidance to their respective militaries to, if I can put it in the quote, to strengthen communication, to build trust and mutual understanding and enhance predictability and effectiveness in the management of border affairs. They asked the Indian Army and the Chinese PLA to earnestly implement various confidence building measures agreed upon between the two sides, including the principle of mutual and equal security, strengthen existing institutional arrangements and information sharing mechanisms to prevent incidents in border regions. Now, Wuhan summit was followed by an another informal summit in Chennai, Chennai in yeah. October 2019. There, the two leaders again reaffirmed the understanding reached in April 2018. Mm -hmm. And they also agreed that both sides would continue to work on additional confidence building measures in pursuit of the objective of maintaining peace and tranquility in the border area. Mm -hmm. But what we have seen along the line of actual control in Ladakh, actually what India has conveyed to China during the engagements, recent engagements at the level of diplomats, is that the actions of the Chinese PLA soldiers on the line of actual control was not in sync with the consensus reached during the informal summits between the two leaders. By any chance, do you see that the possibility of a border situation escalating currently? Well, uh, it may not escalate. We have already seen both sides withdrawing troops from some locations. This is a result of the engagements between diplomats and the senior military officials, particularly the video conference between the diplomats on June 5 and the meeting between the commanders of the Indian Army and the Chinese People's Liberation Army on June 6 were positive to a certain extent. Both sides reaffirmed commitment to go by the consensus reached between the leaders in Wuhan and in Chennai. However, the Chinese PLA hasn't yet completely withdrawn soldiers from the areas where they transgressed into the territory of India near the Pangangsu Lake. Besides, they are yet to demolish the bunker and the moat-like structure they built to block Indian Army patrols' access to the Finger 8. So India too hasn't withdrawn additional troops it deployed near the northern bank of the lake. I must mention here that India is insisting that China has to fully restore the status quo ante in the entire area. The senior military officials are likely to meet again on Wednesday. Engagement among the diplomats will also go on. The challenge is to translate the words of the Chinese diplomats in Beijing into real actions on the ground by the PLA. But even if the current situation is resolved, in the long run, the risk of such flashpoints along the disputed boundary will remain, as long as the two nations cannot resolve their boundary dispute, or at least narrow differences over the alignment of the LSE and the McMahon line as an interim measure. As they say, good fences make good neighbors. Uh, see, we know that the border issue with China has been a long pending matter. So could you shed us some light on what is the status of the negotiations between the two countries to resolve this issue? Well, Ahmed, India and China have been talking to each other. In fact, we have since 2003. India and China have since 2003 pursuing talks at the level of special representatives to resolve the boundary dispute. After five rounds of talks, the two special representatives in 2005, they reached an agreement. The agreement was on the political parameters and guiding principle for settlement of the dispute. Mm -hmm. Since then, since 2005, for the last 15 years, the special representatives are engaged in talks on a framework. Now, framework is the second stage. Once the framework is done, there will be actual demarcation on the border, which will be the third phase. But the two special representatives are yet to find 
uh, or the two special representatives are yet to reach a consensus on the framework. Okay. Prime Minister Modi's National Security Advisor, Mr. Rojit Dovan, is currently the special representative of India, and his counterpart is Chinese Foreign Minister and State Councillor Wang Yi. The yeah. two special representatives held a 22nd round of negotiations in Delhi in December 2019. One issue I would like to mention here, Ahmed, that India has been trying to convince the Chinese that it might take some time to settle the boundary dispute. But what is urgently needed is that there has to be some agreement on the alignment of the line of actual control and the McMahon line. Because it was because of the difference in perception on the alignment of these two lines, most of the transgressions and border flashpoints take place. So India has been asking China to negotiate an interim agreement on clarification of the line of actual control. This is not the final boundary settlement. This is only clarification of the where the line of actual control lies. But the yeah. uh, response from China was not positive so far. So the difference in perception about the alignment of the lines continues and transgressions also keep on taking place. All right, Anirban, thank you for joining us on DH Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Ahmed. That's it for today. Tune in this evening on our news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding. Have a great day. For latest news and updates, log on to www.deckenherald.com. Check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com. To read news on the go, sign up to our Telegram channel t.me slash News. Download the all-new Deckenherald app for latest news, a personalized news feed, Insta-story-style news highlights. Download the app from the Google Play Store and Apple App Store. Links for the app will be available in the show notes.